Welcome to the Madam Athlete Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Giselle Arney. I'm a sports medicine physician with a passion for teaching and a mission to support other women with careers in this space. On this show, you'll hear the stories from amazing women in their field of sport and athletics. They'll share their journeys, triumphs, and hardships in order to help and inspire you in your own career and life. Thanks for joining us. Let's do this. Hello, and welcome back to another special episode of the Madam Athlete Podcast. On the second Tuesday of the month, I take a deep dive into a career-related topic, and on today's episode, I'm talking about giving yourself permission. So let's get into it. All right, I want to set the scene with a little story. So growing up, um, we usually had Pepsi in the house. We didn't drink it like all day every day. I mean, maybe, but not, not usually. We could have it on the weekends, and we had to ask permission. And this was just sort of the rule of the house. I don't even remember where it came up, but that was just the rule. You could have it on the weekends. You had to ask permission. And really, it was like dad's Pepsi. So that was, you were like, dad, may I please have a Pepsi? You had to say, may I? You couldn't say, can I? Because he'd give you crap. So that's that's me growing up. Middle school, high school, whatever. Go off to college. And in college, I had the full meal plan. I was not messing around. I was like, yes, I will come eat in your dining room buffet style all day, every day for all of the meals. Thank you. The max plan. And there's a soda machine, right? And they happened to have Pepsi. It wasn't a Coke school. It was a Pepsi school, which was magical for me. And all of a sudden, I had access to Pepsi all the time. Now, this is not a story about me going completely off the rails with a soda addiction, although eh, probably that happened. But what I remember is I came home for break. And I don't know if that must have been Thanksgiving break, like whenever the first break was freshman year of college, I come home. And uh, it's the weekend. And I go, Hey, Dad, may I please have a soda? And he's like, Giselle, you're an adult. If you want a soda, get a soda. You don't have to ask for permission. And first of all, that completely blew my mind. Like what? Also, how like just nuts is it that I immediately reverted to asking for permission the second I was back in that context of, you know, in my own home, growing up in my parents' home, under their under their house, under their rules. And so that's what I want to talk about today is permission. Now, as women, right, especially as women, permission is ingrained into us, getting permission, right? When you're a kid, you ask permission from your parents, from your teachers. You have to ask for permission to go to the bathroom and get a hall pass when you're a little kid, right? And it, as women, even more so, women in the United States couldn't have their own credit cards separate from their husbands until 1974, which was not even 50 years ago, right? We still struggle to have permission over our own bodies and over our own lives today, right now. So this is something that we are societally socialized to sort of undermine our own authority and for women to look outside of ourselves for direction. And part of this is kind of wrapped up in this idea that the only way that we're worthy is by self-sacrificing, by sacrificing ourselves for everyone else, right? We're only worthy because we're thin enough or we're being pleasant enough or we're not speaking up. We have to care about how we look, how we dress, how we fit in. We are trained to worry more about what other people think of us than how we think of ourselves. 
And again, yes, this is because we are relentlessly scrutinized and picked apart for every little thing, damned if we do, damned if we don't. And that's hard not to internalize. So this can lead to self-doubt, to imposter syndrome. We don't believe ourselves or our intuition. And we are always asking for permission, even when we don't literally do not need permission from anyone else because we are grown ass adults and we can do whatever we want. We are asking for permission from other people. And this is something as simple as when I talk, I say, you know, all the time. Does that make sense? I say that all the time. It is me verbally having been socialized to ask for external validation. Constantly I do this. And when I catch myself, it's very frustrating. So another thing I do is that I ask questions of my husband all the time that are not actually questions. It's actually a declarative statement that I just have turned into a question for no good reason. So we go on walks multiple times a day. And usually around about noon, there's a walk where the mail has probably already come. And literally every single day, when we go on this walk, we get to this one part of the walk. And if it's around noon, we know the mail has already come. More often than not, it is me saying to him, you want to go check the mail? And that seems innocuous enough, but I cannot emphasize it enough. There's no reason for me to be asking that as a question and asking permission for us to go check the mail, partially because we just do it every day. Like that's just what happens in our life. Like this shouldn't even be a question anymore, but also because that's how I've been socialized as a woman is to ask him if this is okay with him. Is this okay if what he wants to do rather than just using a declarative statement to say, let's go check the mail, right? These are not that different, but it's a world of difference in how I have been socialized as a woman to ask externally for permission. So another thing, aside from that sort of self-doubt, that not believing in ourselves, our intuition, feeling like we always need to ask for this external validation, is that part of what happens here when you're asking for permission is, is feeling guilty, feeling like you're never good enough, you're not doing the right thing. When you're resting on the weekend, you're taking a day off, you're not responding to emails, it feels like, gosh, are you being lazy? Are you being a waste? Like, this is terrible. So you get this, you can end up with a sense of guilt because you're not doing what other people are expecting of you to do. And that is still like in the framework of asking for permission from society to take care of yourself. And the important thing here that I really would like you to hear so strongly is that you are in full control of your decisions, your thoughts, and it is up to you to hold on to that ownership. Don't give it away. Sometimes it helps to specifically give yourself permission to acknowledge out loud that you are choosing to do something or to not do something. And you give yourself permission to do that thing. You are telling yourself that you are in charge, that you make the decisions, that you don't need external approval because you are approving of yourself and that is the most important voice that you need. Maybe you need to give yourself permission to make a big decision. Maybe you need to give yourself permission to quit that job, to leave a relationship to move across the country. Maybe you need to give yourself permission to make a small decision to get after that committee position you wanted. 
to get off the committee that you're not interested in volunteering for anymore. To sit down and read a book for an hour without feeling guilt. Maybe you need to give yourself permission to feel your feelings. Rather than having to stone face, tough it out, not be willing to acknowledge that you're struggling or that you need help, maybe you need to give yourself permission to feel the feelings that you're having. The feeling of burnout, the feeling of anger, right? As women, geez, we're not allowed to be angry. But we are. (laughs) We are, right? That's a feeling. We can have it. We can also have joy and excitement and happiness. There's all the feelings and maybe you just need permission to feel them. This tool of giving yourself permission, explicitly giving yourself permission, saying out loud, giving yourself permission, writing it down, giving yourself permission. This tool can also be helpful in uh, setting boundaries, right? So if you're starting to feel that guilty edge of maybe you're not doing enough for someone else, like maybe you're not looking at your emails on the weekend, or you're not responding to that text after work, and that makes you feel a little bit anxious, a little bit guilty, a little bit uncomfortable, right? You're not doing enough. You're wondering what other people think of you. What if instead of feeling guilty, looking for that external approval, instead you gave yourself permission to take that time to yourself? You said, Giselle, you have my permission to enjoy your weekend and to take time for your rest and self-care and recharging. You have my permission to get back to that email when it works for you. How amazing would that feel? I mean, it does feel amazing. That's why it's a tool. That's why I'm sharing it with you. It's like a little pep talk for yourself. You are out loud, maybe third person. Maybe you're saying, I have permission to ignore this email until Monday at 8 a.m. because that is when I work. Maybe that's how you phrase it. Whatever works for you. It's just give yourself a little pep talk. And in that moment, when you're faced with this sort of like, maybe it's a guilty feeling, an uncomfortable feeling, a, ah, I'm not sure how I feel about this. What's nice about this tool is that you might not be ready to fully wrestle with your underlying belief. Okay, so maybe in that particular example, the like, I'm not going to look at my emails on the weekend. If I'm not in my work hours, then no, I am not responding to your work messages. Maybe the struggle that you have with that feeling guilty is because your underlying belief is that anytime you're not being productive, it means that you're being lazy and slothful and wasteful because maybe you've had that belief drilled into your head since childhood and you're not going to just get over that belief like in one second just because you've said, okay, I would like to not respond to an email this weekend. You're not just going to immediately get rid of that belief you've had for the last 30 years. So this exercise, it's a way to take a pause. It's a way to take a breather, to step back and give yourself some space and grace in that moment. You're giving yourself permission to put that belief to the side that taking a rest is slothful. You're just going to put that over to the side so that you can do what's right for you in the moment and rest without the guilt or anxiety. Honestly, it's like meta. You're giving yourself permission to even be able to give yourself permission. You see that? Do you see me asking questions? (laughs) right? But this time it's because I really am hoping that you understand. Giving yourself permission can also be useful when you're struggling with self-doubt or perfectionism or fear, uh, fear of failure. Giving yourself permission, you can give yourself permission to try something new. 
So when you're sitting there going, ah, should I do this? Should I take on that new committee? I don't know. I am worried that I'm not qualified enough. Everybody else has all this experience or I don't know if I'll fit in. Maybe you just give yourself permission to give it a freaking whirl and say, Giselle, I give you permission to go for it. Maybe you give yourself permission to be okay with feeling uncomfortable to go, hey, Giselle, you have permission to feel uncomfortable as you're getting after this new thing. That's totally cool. Let's get after it anyway. Maybe you give yourself permission to take the next step without worrying about whether it's perfect or not. Now, again, you say this out loud or you can give yourself an actual permission slip. I made up just for you. I made up a cute little permission slip you can download and fill out to remind you of whatever it is you need to give yourself permission for for which you need to give yourself permission. Um, We'll ignore that grammar, okay? Anyways, if you wanna try this exercise out, I recommend starting with trying to find those feelings. When are you feeling guilty? When are you feeling anxious or the self-doubt is rolling through? When are you feeling like an imposter, right? When are you struggling with that imposter syndrome? If you have the ability to kind of notice those feelings, Right? And it's not guilty because you just murdered someone and you should feel guilty. It's guilty because you're not doing what you think other people expect of you. It's because you're not doing what you have set up as like, this is the only way that it can be done or it can only be this way to be right, you know. But when you're feeling these sort of like, ah, this just isn't quite feeling right within me, examine those feelings to see what's going on there and If that situation would benefit from taking charge of your thoughts and your feelings and your actions and giving yourself permission, start there, okay? Start with those like weird little uncomfortable uh, feelings and examine them. And when you're ready to give yourself permission, if you want to grab that adorable permission slip, you can grab your copy at madamathlete.com slash permission. And you officially say, I Giselle, Arnie, give myself permission to try something new. I give myself permission to not spend two weeks looking up all over the internet trying to figure out why my website is broken. True story. Because I have this belief that I have to do it myself, that I have to bootstrap, that I have to figure it all out by myself that I can't spend money on somebody else to figure it out for me, we're just going to put that belief aside and I, Giselle Arnie, am giving myself permission to ask for help from an expert and I will pay them money to fix my website. Signed, Giselle Arnie. Date, that was just recently. (laughs) That was this week, March 28th, 2022. That's my permission slip that I needed because... That's a true story. Needed that permission slip, use that permission slip, solved my internet, solved my website. Life is good. If you're still struggling with this and you're still looking for external permission, I right now have a few permission slips for you right here, right now. You officially have my permission to try new things. You have my permission to focus on yourself. You have my permission to take time for yourself You have my permission to stop focusing on everyone else around you and think about what you want in your life and in your career. You got this. 
Thank you for listening to the Madam Athlete Podcast. I really hope you're enjoying these monthly deep dives, especially since you already gave yourself permission to take some time out of your day to listen in on some career coaching advice. And if you like these deep dives and this episode in particular, then I have excellent news for you. My free masterclass on how to crush your imposter syndrome is coming back. I do free live masterclasses only twice a year, and it's finally that time. I am so excited. Like I talked about in today's episode, if you ever find that self-doubt, fear of failure, or perfectionism are getting in your way, then you should definitely sign up to join me live for one of these sessions. I talk about the many myths of imposter syndrome and give you specific exercises so you can walk away with tools to start crushing your imposter syndrome and show up more confidently in your career and life. To save your seat for this free live masterclass, go to madamathlete.com slash masterclass and join me live. Okay, as always, thanks for being here. I appreciate you.